0: This is out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. We're your hosts. Tracy Berry and Angie Bowen. How you doing, Angie? It's a heavy mug. It's a... (laughs) Sit down down and... Listen, we only do heavy-duty mugs up here. Uh, Yeah. Oh. Oh, I need to cancel. I was that. like, I just saw a warning
1: pop up over
0: there, and I'm a little concerned. We're gonna cancel that. We don't need Sorry. to go to sleep. No, I'm probably good eye.
1: Super. You're so attentive. <laughs> Sees um, all the things. I, it's not really attentive okay. so much as ADHD. Oh, I mean, you know, tomato, tomato, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm good. So it's like you? a squirrel. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> all day. Everything is a squirrel in this brain. <laughs> Everything is a damn squirrel in this brain. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You mm-hmm. know, just another day.
1: Yeah, but another, another day, day for you is like, you've already done twelve things probably, or maybe only nine, and you have three more to go today. You know, I don't today. Well, oh my god! I know. Prior to this, the
0: days before this uh-huh. that happened, but not today. I'm yeah. After this, I'm like free. Whoa! Weird. Whoa. I do have an assignment that I have to do before midnight.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So there's that. But like no events or anything that I have to to be, you know, whatever for. So that's yeah, cool. that's
2: nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So since our lives are so so eventful.
1: <laughs> so exciting. We just
0: we have so much to talk about between the and two of gone. us.
1: Thank God <laughs> someone else is here. Because yeah. that would have been a really long hour. It would <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Well, you
0: know, you know, because the two of us, we can't come up with things. No, ever, never. Ever. That would have been yeah, yeah just, just not talkers at all. No, mm-hmm. 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 none at all. No, right. but we are lucky to have a guest here. Mm-hmm. Someone that we haven't seen in a while. Right? She took off. She
1: headed east. Mm. I mean, but like, granted, like, ordinary east, but it's not like east coast. She headed east. Oh, okay. It's sort of like, I'm out west. West Little Rock.
0: <laughs> That's a day's trip from here. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. Anyway, it hey, is. Lorraine. How are you? <laughs> I'm
1: great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How are things out east? Oh, you know, they're pretty eastern.
3: Pretty eastern. Right? Do people Whether talk it's... funny over there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They park the car? <laughs> they do. They park all the cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I mean right, how far east are you are you in? Memphis. Okay. <laughs> 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 good.
0: Oh yeah, it is. Yep. I mean I'd almost rather like drive to Memphis than West Little Rock.
3: There's more to see. Okay.
0: More to oh, okay. see.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean okay.
0: It took me thirty minutes to get from downtown to Trio's last night. Oof. Why? Cantrell after work is
1: just packed. That's probably why I don't go anywhere. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a late night for me. I'm out.
0: But late. <laughs> I know, and thank you so much for, like for doing that. So, Lorraine drove in from Memphis today oh, just to be here with us. I
1: did. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You, and we you appreciate it. You drove from you the that.
1: east and you beat me from, oh my God, from out, out west. west. See? Right. God, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: you're welcome. Thank you for proving my point. I just lobbed
1: it to you and you're you welcome. Mm hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even like hit it back in your face, really. Mm. I didn't even no. put the spike That's, on it. I mean,
1: if you had, I would have deserved yeah. it because I right. deserved it to I you. I just kind of, little dink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dinks, dinks, what are we going to talk about?
0: <clears throat> sex well, ed. Well, so,
1: yeah, so, now, Lorraine. Did you guys ever do that or is that a yankee thing? What? Sex ed? Talk about sex ed.
3: <laughs> <What's> sex? <laughs> what sex? What?
1: huh um so (laughs) where i grew up sex is
3: a yankee thing
1: yeah we don't we don't do that in the south uh things were uh synonymous or um i guess synonymous. that's the only word i can find uh for the male anatomy oh that's what i was asking like you are both sitting here so clearly there was sex in the South because you were born. Oh. And, uh, so... In the south, That was right, I should the have south. been more specific. Mm-hmm. Dink was
0: the question. I've never heard... It called it Dink. It called Dink. Really?
1: No. Okay. no That's a Dink, Dink's a volleyball term mm-hmm. in the south. Yeah. Dink or and like dunk. an ace. Yeah. Ace it. it. <laughs> it's also in an, um, an acronym <laughs> for double income, no kids. Okay. Just so you know. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, man. Well, random knowledge. It's stupid. And why am I, wish I Alex here? Was I mean, <laughs> because to put everyone else out of their misery, you're going to talk, and I'm not going to. No, that's why you're here. Well, so
0: Lorraine headed east to Memphis. She did. Um, yeah, and she is now working for Planned Parenthood there, and part of her job is talking about sex turns out. And, you know, after we started, and I was telling Lorraine that we, I had had some conversations with parents of their own children. So, I had conversations with parents who had been in conversations with their own children that had came out to them, and those children had specific questions sure. for same-sex sex. and And I was explaining to Lorraine, you know, how at that point in time I had never really thought about the lack of that
1: conversation, and, and well, we how better, important that might yeah, be. we barely have the hetero sex ed, so yeah, there's not a whole lot of LGBTQ sex ed. I would imagine, right? Just mm-hmm. guessing, probably yeah. not that much. No, cool. Yeah, and so the Marine is gonna fill the void. Yeah, she's, gonna, she's mean, going to, she's
0: going
3: to, Now, don't put I'm it. I am to do scratch. We'll just, we'll just do that fair. in a non-all-knowing <laughs> Yeah, fair. Well,
1: and so you're, you're going to f- increase the conversation. Yes, I will okay. add to Excellent. the conversation for sure. Well, yep.
3: and, you know,
0: we, we have already had our episode one or first part episode, one, yes. part one mm-hmm. of Sex Talk with Dr. Dr. Marshall. Mm-hmm. Marshall. And um, Lorraine actually worked with Dr. Marshall. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. Yeah, she was he my advisor. That, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so when I found out that L- what Lorraine was doing over in Memphis, I thought, out oh, east, out east, out east, we need to have her. On. Yes. Which we needed to have you on long before now. Anyway, we finally We've got been chasing her here for years. <laughs> We've been
1: chasing her. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Y'all. For years. <laughs> We've been chasing her for years. <laughs> And she agrees when she's moved two and a half hours away. Yeah. You could have helped yourself out. I mean, we chased you while you were in town for a while. But it's cool. All yeah. that matters is you're here now. We caught you. We did. We did. that big. very fish persistent. Let's see. <laughs> we're very persistent.
0: We are. Uh-huh. I am going to step out just real quick because I don't know about y'all, but that air. Oh, air, the AC?
3: Yeah.
0: The AC is. I need to turn that down.
1: It's
3: pretty abrasive.
1: Yeah. I'll be back.
3: Uh, we'll be here.
1: Go ahead. Talk about um, have you always wanted to live in Memphis, Lorraine? No. <laughs> no? Actually. No? Okay. Yes. <laughs>
3: uh, okay. So, employment opportunity? Um, so, my partner uh, opened up a new business there. Uh, Don't so she owns several fitness studios, and she um, decided to open one up in Memphis because it's close to where she's from. Um, and we had frequent Memphis a lot sure. since we started dating and we both really enjoy Memphis and just seemed like a nice step outside of Arkansas to kind of get our feet wet. Sure. And then I stumbled into Indeed <laughs> found this Indeed.
1: job posting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you stumbled into the posting, but yeah, one for which you were obviously very
3: very interested
1: in and (laughs) qualified for yes yeah because Alex raises you know she herself is highly educated but she raises good kids like in terms of her students also
3: yeah
1: yeah so highly qualified is that's fair to say if you won't say it I'll say it thank you you Mm -hmm. (laughs) excellent are you talking
0: about why she headed out east yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and mm-hmm. how all of that happened Yep. Yeah, i sure yeah. yeah well i'm unable to to reach the, the air yeah, the air controls so we're just gonna have to deal with that noise Is so it in the sorry listeners it's in a locked oh, there, there we go cheers <laughs> to that yeah yeah they'll no,
3: probably
1: uh filter it all out and no one will have any idea what the hell we were just talking about oh like, i didn't hear anything
0: no one's going to filter that out. Okay. Cool. I'm not filtering that
1: out. Are you filtering it out? I don't know anything about no. anything on that side. No, we, don't, no. we don't filter no,
3: it out. No, no. I can just add voice This to is... <laughs> so can't make it better. See? Highly
1: qualified but, uh, across the board. Yeah. Across mm-hmm. the board. Well, and so... Lorraine. What, what, what's a day in your job like? Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? Um, <clears throat> a
3: day in the job of Lorraine. So... um, I spend a lot of time working with, uh, community members and being so new to Memphis and being so new, uh, just in the field. Uh, a lot of my, a lot of my job is networking at this point and kind of learning what the community has, um, already in place. And then also learning a lot about what it means to be a self sex educator and, mm-hmm. and a health educator really. Right. Um, so it's been really, really awesome. Uh, so right now I'm kind of in that process. Uh, and then... Uh, you know, whenever I am in the community, when an opportunity does arise or if I'm able to make a connection, I do programming and things like that uh, and talk about sexual health throughout a lifetime. Um, so uh, as some people know, not I'm not going to assume everyone does, but um, in this area, it's well known that we are sexual beings from womb to tomb. Or we're always sexual, so depending on where you are in your lifespan, there <clears throat> you're gonna be developing in that way. Uh-huh. Uh, so examples of like kid- toddlers playing with their genitals or mm-hmm. trying to fi- like touching their ears and touching their penis and touching their vulva and all this stuff is just trying to figure out what everything is so like sure. uh, so talk about that a lot. Uh, we'll also do like um, hygiene stuff. Uh, puberty stuff um, talk about anatomy talk about uh, healthy relationships is a really big one consent is another really big one um, uh, yeah. I know that like, people typically think of like a sex educator or just sexual health talking strictly about how to use a condom and how to put it on and you know what it's for, but really, it's all—it's all about relationships, and not necessarily just intimate ones, which I think is a really big part that people miss about sexual and reproductive health. Is that there's so much more that goes into your sexual reproductive health than just the person you're with. Right. Um, so that's something that I uh, explore pretty frequently, not just with the people that I'm working, um, the students that come in, uh, regardless of their age, but also the community partners that I work with as well. So it's something we talk about a lot.
2: hmm
0: And so when you go into the schools, so I guess if kids come into Planned Parenthood or in other um, organizations there in Memphis, you're able to approach it a little bit differently than if you were to be on campus in a school in Tennessee?
3: Right. Um, So being in Tennessee, there are different rules in place. Uh, One of the big ones is the gag rule, which prevents us from anyone not just me um so any of the teachers uh any other community organization any other sex educator which there are others out there um anyone from really talking about sex Mm -hmm. uh and that includes safe sex or birth control um or things like that so typically in a school setting we'll talk more about relationships um healthy relationships how to you know communicate effectively and you know genuinely and not be in for lack of a better term a jerk Mm-hmm. <laughs> right so is it safe to <coughs> draw
1: an inference mamie uh abstinence only states are they more
3: seemingly more likely to have gay rules um yes yeah, so uh when I was working with Dr. Marshall, one of the things we uh, talked about was the lack of comprehensive sex education and that's part of the research that I helped her with mm-hmm. um and In the majority of states, there is abstinence only or abstinence plus, uh, which we'll talk a little bit about anatomy or we'll talk a little bit about condom use or birth control use. But for the most part, especially in this region, so the southern eastern part of the U.S., it is predominantly abstinence only. Um, And then if they do provide some sexual education or sexual reproductive health uh, programming or anything, the parents have the option to opt out of that education so um a lot of times there will be a release form of some sorts and they'll sign out um opt out of that and i have uh been in programs before where the kids will be separated the ones that have opted out so that is a very real thing that happens mm-hmm. um, where mm-hmm. parents are opting their children out of it because of the fear that we're that as a sex educator coming in that you're teaching your child about. Sex. Like you're promoting. Of it. Yeah. Promoting. Promoting yeah. the sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I were to ask
1: you, uh, in, I did not, we did not provide a list of questions ahead of time because we don't do that. Yeah, that's not our deal. We no, just, we not. We're, yeah. not, we're not so question providers. It, it, we're going to spitball it and we'll see, what, we'll see what you come up with. See what um, sticks. <laughs> so, um, any idea about... STI and or pregnancy rates in abstinence-only states or regions. <laughs> 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 um,
3: so it is evident that in areas that lack sex education um, and access to comprehensive sex education, access to healthcare um and pretty much anything r- surrounding reproductive health uh there are higher rates of pregnancies unintended pregnancies teen pregnancies STIs HIV um the gamut so um that's a that's a very well known across the board mm-hmm. most everyone knows this that is aware of politics mm-hmm. in any capacity, I would think.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but I've, yeah. I've been wrong before. I um,
1: we, <laughs> we all have. I am frequently. Uh, um, it was just, you yeah, know, just a question.
3: The CDC posts, they have this these new tools that are really awesome. Um, they're cards with STD rates and STI rates mm-hmm. for that are specific to counties and states and um, cities even, and they're like quick fact sheets and you'll find those you can find those online uh they're a super great tool it's just kind of like a a great like image that was like this is how many people we have with chlamydia this is how many people we have with herpes like mm-hmm. so really great resources are out there i don't know if people are using them though
0: right so i mean obviously i mean it's, it's amazing to me i just don't even understand the thought process because it's don't don't talk about it in schools don't teach our kids how to protect themselves, or even just the basics about how things even happen or occur. Um, and then, if you do get pregnant, shame on you. And no, there's no abortions. Like you're going to have to have that baby.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: once you have that baby, we don't care if you have health care yeah, for you or that. that baby.
3: Yeah, that's that's a tax. That we would have to add, right? We're not, yeah, right. it's
1: just amazing to me. Well, I think there's yeah, like this, there's a this distinction. vicious, I think there's a distinction Socle. between, um, and I think that for sure in the current political climate, we see this distinction being made by some that it's like you're not really pro life, you're pro birth, right? And there's a big difference, mm-hmm. yeah, pro life would mean. You want that child to actually be fed and housed, and oh, yep, nope, but just make sure it's born. It's born. <clears throat>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. regardless of the health of that baby once it's born, or the right. mother, right, or or you the know, circumstances, yeah.
1: wherein conception even took place, like, yeah, yeah. So, geez, Lorraine, it would seem to me that your job would be a little extra challenging in this region and in this political climate. Mm-hmm. Yeah
3: um and but it's a job worth fighting and it's a job worth doing and I think that I I'm you know I think I can speak for a lot of people not just in sex education but in health education and health promotion that you know especially in the south especially in high you know rates of SCIs, heart disease in Arkansas is huge and you know alcoholism uh food insecurity, housing, all of these things are huge issues. Um, and I think the people out here are here trying to do it, even though it seems like a never-ending battle.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And it's all, they're all of those things.
3: Tie are, into tie exactly into each what I other. do. Yeah, exactly what you do. <laughs> and it's, it's education, Yeah.
0: yeah. you know, because health, all of that stems from, from education and mm-hmm. it's um, all of our systems. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that's a job. And that's got to be challenging because you're you still want to you know, get that information across the best you can with the boundaries or the that that you're yeah. being provided or for sure. or forced into, you know. And so you know, it's hard enough for even heterosexual kids, you know, to yeah. to ask questions
2: mm-hmm.
0: or to not feel ashamed of wanting to know information. So I can only imagine being a child that is out. Yeah, as, know, a of LGBTQ. As, as a member of the LGBTQ yep. community, you know, and, and maybe you're, or at least understanding of their own sexuality, maybe not out to their parents, uh maybe to a friend or two or maybe even out to their parents, but then in a situation where you know, preferably or you know, in a in a perfect world, they would be able to ask those questions, but um, I could see where that would be even harder for an LGBTQ youth.
1: Well, yeah, I would imagine it's like we have a, they have their own circle of hell, right? Like mm-hmm. heteros who engage in premarital sex and all of that. But it's okay probably okay really going to hell. <laughs> they're probably going to hell anyway, right? Because they're no shouldn't be having sex, I guess. I don't right. Um, That's only for marriage. But <laughs> but the gays, I mean, the gays. You're these, like, you're. What are you downstairs of hell and like double hell? Like I don't well, even. Well, in Dante's is that?
3: Inferno, we actually. <laughs> <laughs> well done, uh-huh. well done.
0: Yeah. Well, and so, so it's already hard enough. So even if you go to your primary care physician, you still don't even. And, and Lorraine and I talked about this before you got here. You know, even as you a young. Pull me out for being late. <laughs> You already called yourself out. So, yeah, it's yeah. Fine. It's fine. so even, you know, as a as a eighteen year old going to college, I didn't feel comfortable going to my primary care physician that I had been seeing for years and saying, Hey, I'm sexually active, I need birth control or, you know, hey asking questions about that. And much less being you know, if I were to have been accepting of myself and out of that time, you know, wanting to talk about that and I sure as heck didn't want to talk to my parents about it either like I I would have never had that conversation with my parents and they definitely didn't approach that with me they were never going to say hey Tracy so um I know you've been dating such and such for a while do we need to talk about this oh that hell no that conversation was never going to happen you know and so then what do we do? We ask our peers, right? We right. ask our friends, hey, so if you and such and such experienced this or what about that? What's that even? And, you know, you start to talk about ways to protect yourself or, you know, should you be or should you even worry about it? And different tactics and things like that that aren't even, no, no, that's not what you need to be doing. But okay. but that's what you're getting from your peers because none of you really know sure. what or how or what what's the healthiest way or what you should be doing if you are going to be sexually active because that's just not something you talk about because it's wrong. So, yeah,
1: Lorraine, so how do you, you, like, capital Y, collective you, Planned Parenthood, Educators generally see why like I'm not saying you're on the hook for all of Planned Yeah, <laughs> I'm not
3: going to speak for all of Planned Nope. I can nope. talk about what I do. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's what we're asking. <laughs> uh, so
1: with that climate, like how do you make it, um, how do you navigate that to let folks know that there's a resource that they can access when they often feel like they don't have access to anything?
3: Um, So, I know that both y'all are my friends are on Facebook. So I'm just gonna <laughs> say, like,
1: I made I a I like th- to think also in real life, but if you want to Facebook zone us, that, I mean that's also fine.
3: I mean, we're just—I'm out east, you're out west. <laughs> we have drifted apart. <laughs> we have Literally. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things that I think is really important, I think that a lot of sex educators and a lot of health educators in my experience and the people that I've worked with and went to school with and worked under, including Dr. Marshall, um, it's just judgmental care. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is one of the cornerstones of Planned Parenthood. So, um, just when you are talking with people in the community, regardless of what, who you are, um, or what your role is in that community, it's, so important to be Mm -hmm. non-judgmental and to never ever regardless of what question you're asked be like oh whoa Mm -hmm. hold on I've never thought about that or just be surprised or caught off guard Um, and so in the work that I not just do now but in the work that I've done in the past with different organizations here in Arkansas um, and in the LGBTQ community and all of that um, and even with the research that I did under Dr. Marshall um just coming at it from a non judgmental, unsurprised, accepting position.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, <clears throat> I guess to answer your question, I would have to say that the best way that I have found to approach it is to actively listen and ask for clarification. Mm -hmm. regardless of what the question is so I'll get you know and I'm sure y'all have gotten crazy questions too but (laughs) just, so <laughs> do you know what I do learn? Yeah, I do. That's why, <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm sure you've gotten some pretty wild questions. I've had some interesting questions yeah. and conversations. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're really awesome and super, super. I got, I grow from. I feel like every conversation that oh, I sure. have, especially mm-hmm. in the community and with the work that I do, it and be- only because you mm-hmm. remain open. Yeah, right. Like that's that's what that's it how is. that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I feel like is the best approach because without being open and being a like a notable resource where they realize after the first question that you didn't freak out right then they're like oh this is someone I can trust It's a
0: safe space yeah yeah Mm
3: -hmm. and so I try to be that space everywhere that I go um and it's been really really awesome it's been a super positive experience um so yeah
0: so you're in you you're able to go into the I guess high schools as well as colleges in Tennessee or in your area that you yeah. cover? Yeah
3: so um, I do go into different colleges. I go into uh, and in nor- North Mississippi as well um, and I spend a lot of time on college campuses and that's kind of where I'm able to answer more questions and get more in-depth mm-hmm. um, and there is more peer education that takes place which like we talked about earlier and um, that's where we're getting our We're our youth, including. I mean, I'm gonna throw myself in there, not just because I'm a youth, just because I'm a human no, being. You're
1: way younger than us. So <laughs> go ahead. There's. Uh, I mean, well, Angie, you
0: it's fine. didn't really have to point that out, but that's fine. That's all cool. I'm saying is spoiler like,
1: alert,
3: like. <laughs> You know, Tracy and I were talking before this, I'm going to go to a friend or my sister or anyone but my mom or an authority figure or a doctor before I go to a doctor. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely a space in high school and in college where you're able to make those connections and the more peer education is able to kind of take form and go and be actually productive, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I guess, too, so when you go into the high schools, they know that, hey, this is Lorraine Steiger from Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. And so if if maybe you're a high school student who is struggling or maybe you already realize your, your sexuality and you don't want to be open in front of the other students that they would know maybe how to contact Planned Parenthood or even even you or your offices to Mm -hmm. maybe get more information? Are you able to share that with them? Um,
3: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I do have students that will come up to me after a program and ask me questions. Um, A lot of it comes from using inclusive language. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, like, oh, a female this, um, I will typically use a person with a vagina or a person with a penis, and we'll talk about it very anatomical, like, yeah. These mm-hmm. are the parts, they're not necessarily associated with a gender. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's really important to kind of have those no-phobia ground rules and respect ground rules mm-hmm. um, in place, regardless of who you're talking to. I do it with adults all the time. Um, and just make it very clear that I'm going to be using these words and that's what these mean, And instead of using um, other names that we may have for those right. parts. A little sure. pet. pet names. Yeah, a little pet, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? A dink. dink. D- yeah, I'm I was adding, waiting. I'm adding. Running running back. <laughs> I'm adding that to adding that to list. the list. Just in case you have any Yankee transplants, yeah. Yeah. you're um, welcome. It's a dink. <laughs> Okay. Um, your downstairs lady parts, or, or your tutu, your tt, or your whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah so, um, but using very inclusive language and using they, or sometimes um, using instead of like you or she or. You know, making it very specific or shameful just kind of talking about it and like well some people experience that and that's okay Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's also really important to make them feel because at the end you want them to feel in control of themselves and you want them to feel like they have the authority to make that decision for themselves Mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about sex I'm talking about just in general like their life Mm -hmm. you know you, you make those decisions and you give consent when you feel ready to give consent and you're able to take consent back and mm-hmm. That's really important, um, mm-hmm. especially for, you know, well, not especially for any, like, for everybody. It's for everybody. especially important for everybody. Yeah, yeah everybody. <laughs> to talk about and, like, healthy relationships and the impact that, you know, you you have on other people.
0: God, so. it's like, wish we could have had at least that conversation <laughs>
2: in high right? school. I
0: mean, you know. I mean, yes, it would have been, video. It yeah, so, it's like, yeah, be scared. You don't want to get pregnant because then you're going to have this, you know. Baby coming out of your vagina.
3: Well, we got. Donut Actually, I mean,
1: was That's what we. a little bit effective. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. As like well, I guess I guess, out out but, you know, I guess it did work for me.
0: You know, relationships different. Definitely, oh. I mean, because that would have given you. I I'll use my own personal experience. I mean, I was seventeen year old senior in high school. Had dated this guy for. A couple of years, you know, and I'm looking at going on to school, full paid scholarship, play basketball. And I'm finally like, man, you know, I shouldn't really be doing this. I have a lot to risk. And I remember having that conversation, like saying, hey, like, I I really, I can't do this anymore with you. Like, I've got to stop. You know, I don't, (laughs) you know, whatever. (laughs) For whatever reason. But I said Mm -hmm. that. I said, listen, I wanted to take consent back. I'm like, listen, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And I remember hearing those words like, well, that's like taking candy away from a baby. Like, you can't do that.
2: No, but no, you, you
0: can't. Can, but you can. Call What's it called? Right manipulation. Really about <laughs> you <can. laughs> but, you know, being this. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it pisses me off at myself. Like, why are you such a weak person? You know why you say, "Oh, yeah, yeah well, sorry, candy's gone." <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
1: Because we're you all know? products of our environment, and the environment yep. is culture. The environment is education. The environment is like
2: layers of mind? culture right, that's yeah. like
1: inside the house, in like just around town. Like, so yeah, we're we're all products sure. of the environment, and so I wouldn't be too mad at you because based on what you knew at that point, based on Culture education like that response was all you knew felt oh, so your role models. Mom about it. oh my gosh for yeah. Sure. yeah yeah so I mean
3: but, I, I can speak like growing up you I grew up by with a single mom you know anyone that was married around me it was fighting like I didn't have a lot of really good role models and I think that's really common. You know, yes, it is. And I think <laughs> I think Angie can speak more intelligently on this than I could. Um, yeah, even more but, trauma behind it. But go ahead. Yeah. But I just you know one of the things again that I talk about is who do you look at for a role model? Mm-hmm. And every single kid just looks at me like, oh, I I don't know. I got nothing. I'm like, well. Then how are we gonna? How are you gonna be able to model that behavior if you right. don't have anything to look at? And we're you know inundated with trash TV,
0: right? And so mm-hmm. it's
3: you we're know in all
0: kinds of relationship.
3: Yeah, just yeah. ups and downs and falling mm-hmm. apart. I'm a victim of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> 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 I love that show and I don't care. Uh, but there, you know, there. Are, Lorraine, you uh, too can feel guilty. I know. <laughs> but there, you know, there are relationships that form within two hours and they're like she's the one getting married like, <laughs> right. and then it, right. you know and then I look at my relationship and I'm like well shit I've been or, sorry no it's okay <laughs> I was like, we're
0: been, no longer on the radio we can use the podcast We can, oh, okay. <laughs>
3: podcast, <you> can cuss <laughs> <laughs> so but it's like well we've been together three years like What Like, what am I doing wrong? I guess I'm not doing things right. If you can know within two hours, and then at the end of six weeks, you're getting married. Mm -hmm. And I've been with you for three years, and we're not married. Are we, like, why are we not married? And then you start questioning, like, your entire relationship. And you Mm -hmm. realize, like, oh, my gosh, this is trash TV. Hold on. That's not how life works. Bring it back. Bring it back. So, like,
1: I'm, yes, I'm with that. But I also think, oh, yeah. So this is like a thing that I talk about a lot. Bring it. Um, from a relationship perspective, I also think we're, we're kind of set up. Like, even mm-hmm. even by Disney and Hollywood, right? Yes. So, so Disney is like this, you know, happily ever after. And, no, don't get me wrong. I still will watch a Disney movie because they're stellar. I mean, it, it just is what it is. Uh, but when you think about it, if you put it in the like context of relationship, I mean, we're sold a bill of goods because every time you watch a Disney movie, what happens? It's like all this stuff happens. The hard part is for them to get together and then they get together and it's the end happily ever after. And I'm like, no, man, that's when shit gets real. <laughs> but we've been taught forever that if you just find this person, like yeah. the hardest part mm-hmm. is finding the person.
3: Yeah, and they're going to be in and the then same town as
1: awesome. you. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like You might have to go through some shit. But like, But then when you get to the wedding in the sunset in the it's happily ever after. I'm like no No, man. Like that's where Disney ends or rom-coms end that's actually when shit gets real. Like that's just the beginning of the actual navigating relationship. But that's not what we see at all. And so I think a lot of people watch that and enter into adolescence and adulthood and are like Oh, it shouldn't have to be this hard. Like, right. if, if I were, if this were the right person, it wouldn't be this hard. If I'm like, based on what though? Yeah. So we have these unrealistic 10, expectations. Yes, right. so it's like the cultural yeah. implication is like this. I'm like, no, man. The finding, no, that's actually easier. Uh, the staying together yeah, is mm-hmm. that's the more difficult. So, in a lot of ways,
0: that conversation, those lessons, are even more important than the sex talk. Right. You know, yes, that is important, but sure. everything that leads up to that is, like, that's where it all needs to begin. And, right. Um, that you're able to have those lessons and talk about that with kids is pretty cool. Yeah, it yeah. is really Like, helpful. I wish we would have had those. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: I think if you, this is just my own personal opinion, but if you have that foundation of, like, this is, you know, how you should set yourself up for your expectations and what those look like. And Mm -hmm. then go from there and have a foundation of what it means to be in a healthy relationship and not, and what consent is. Um, Then lead it into the whole STI conversation, safe sex conversation, birth control options, knowing that you can consent to whatever birth control you want and they are all effective in their own way. Mm -hmm. If used correctly, (laughs) like having all the knowledge really does provide a healthier community and I think that's what we're missing right right Uh
1: so quick question again I have thoughts but no one's interested in those um, <clears throat> <laughs> so tell me like parents who think they're doing the right thing right to little kids who are like go give grandma a hug and a kiss mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to go anywhere with that? Yeah. I saw that I look on your face. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Okay, good. I'm done. Go. <laughs> okay. Lorraine,
0: <laughs> Lorraine has an opinion. Cool. Yep. There we go. Cool. <laughs> cool,
3: cool. Run with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, by the time I would meet a child in the community uh, or a youth, mm-hmm. uh, for a better term, I guess, um, it's are, they already have consent. They already have their idea of consent. Mm-hmm. Um and so one of the things that I think people are transitioning to and I'm enjoying seeing this transition is the idea of consent the same way that some people look at sexuality. It is an entire lifetime from womb to tomb like I said earlier mm-hmm. in that you're told from an early age that some people you don't they they don't have you don't have to give consent to. They just get it. And Mm so you're told to hug a stranger or you're told to give grandma a kiss or grandpa a kiss or, you know, your third uncle twice removed is allowed to hold your hand or help you go to the bathroom. And these are all things that as a child are ingrained into you. And so when it comes to a relationship later down the road, which, you know, I've experienced as well, and I can honestly say that probably most people that are listening or will be listening at some point, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, have experienced um, and I think it is something that we allow to happen mm-hmm. to the children that come to our lives that we allow them to be in these situations where we create that it's okay for this person and this person, this person, and so later in life they're not able to say no
2: mm-hmm. or
3: that doesn't feel good, or you know I don't not tonight or and to that be the end of the conversation no is a complete sentence and I think that's something that we miss Mm -hmm. um and so I'm glad that you brought that up because that is something that I do talk about pretty frequently um because I do talk about consent a lot and that you have to retrain your brain to say no I feel guilty saying no all the time Mm -hmm. if someone's asking me for help y'all ask me to drive two hours to to Little Rock I'm gonna say yes um and I would have I can say no now. Right. <laughs> and we gave you out. Yeah, I mean, we did. We, we did. We did. We did. We did. But um, you always have this, like, people-pleasing mentality, and mm-hmm. I think that that is something that a lot of people struggle with, and that is something that a lot of people struggle with in their relationships and in their professional, and their education and everything, and trying to, you know, balance work and life and
2: mm-hmm.
3: everything that happens in between and not being able to say no and not being able to hear no either. Uh, because a lot of times, you know, if Ooh, my, yeah. you know, say I have a nephew and he doesn't want to hug me or she doesn't want to hug me or they don't want to hug me, then that's going to hurt my feelings. But I have to respect that. Mm-hmm. Or, if, you know, my, my mom isn't feeling like, you know, giving me a kiss on the cheek like she normally does and she doesn't think about her or whatever and then like that hurts my feelings you know and vice versa like Mm -hmm. I should be able to say no mom like I don't want that or no dad I don't want that um and so I think that because it does feel so wrong to hear the word no that it just kind of such a negative connotation to it instead of empowering the word no I think Mm -hmm. it really is a powerful word and it it is a complete sentence and I think that That's something that we should ingrain in people to be like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. It's okay not to want to hug that person. You don't
0: have to. Because
3: it is ingrained.
0: I mean, I grew grew up that way. And I even remember, you know, as a young parent being that way Mm -hmm. with Brandon. And it wasn't until a few years ago that, and I can't even remember what the source was, if it was, um, you know, maybe a, a conference or something I went to or something that I read or whatever, that it just hit me like, oh, man. And so now, you know, when I'm with my nieces or nephews or even my cousin's little children that, you know, when I'm leaving, hey, can I have a hug? If they say no, then it's okay. And if if mom or dad says to them, oh, give Aunt Tracy a hug, then I'll say, oh, no, 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 it's okay. You don't have to give me a hug, high five, whatever you know knuckles right you know fist bump whatever it's so cool and and to let them know that you know what that's your boundary and it's okay if you don't want to give a hug you don't have to give a hug yeah but it wasn't until maybe i mean i'm going on 45 until a few years ago that it just all of a sudden
3: was like oh wow i just redid the cycle that was done to me yeah right yeah 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 -hmm. and i think that's really common i because i you know i was the same way and like, until a couple of years ago when I was, started thinking about it. I was like, wow, that it feels kind of, like, dirty almost to, mm-hmm. you know, have this kid forced into hugging me. I've never met this kid. Like, yeah. you don't have to hug me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> can stay right. over there. See you later. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, And just kind of taking a step back and realizing that no, doesn't shouldn't have to feel bad. I shouldn't, that should, it shouldn't make me sad that the kid doesn't want to hug me. Yeah. I should just be able to be like, cool. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Um,
1: so. Yeah. Well you know, if we were to stop seeking validation of self and others, this would Whoa. probably, Whoa. like, I mean, I'm just it saying, to I'm another just level. Saying. Taking it to another level. I don't saying. have that degree. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what that is. Uh-huh. Right? We're like, because I've seen it, and I won't mention the specific family members, but I've seen it <laughs> where one of my littles is not, like, not about that. Not about that hug, not whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm... I'm obviously like I'm like you, T bear, where I'm just like, no man, like we're cool. We can high five. We can fist bump. Like whatever, we're cool. Which, not surprisingly, I will most often get the hug because I'm like you do you. Like and I'm totally cool with that. Like you do not need to meet my needs. Like I'm, right. I'm good with that. And they're like, oh god, this one I like. Like this one doesn't <laughs> make me do stuff. But I've actually seen it where it is like kid is like no I don't wanna and the other adult in the situation is like yeah but I need that so do it anyway it's like no man like okay uh, but yeah that's that's a yeah seeking Mm -hmm. validation Mm -hmm. of self in others and, like, using other people to meet your needs is, like, and some people think it's, like, what are you even talking about? Like, this is, like, hugging children and grandchildren. It's, like, mm-hmm. mm, but that's probably part of the problem that we don't see that those things are Connect. connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, That's it's so ingrained to
3: us yeah. to yeah. say yes and to not say no. And no means yes. Like, that's another thing. Oh. Oh. No oh. means yes. Uh, yes. And it's, like, how do you have those conversations when you're told from the beginning that... Yeah, no. You don't want that? I don't care. Right. Do yeah. it anyway. Right. Cuz yeah, like I'm, you should I'm want your it.
0: partner yeah. and so I want it and so you have to give it. What? Well, Cuz you game. should want it. So right.
1: I do and you should. If you don't, that's your problem. Just yeah, give it I'll to me. Take mm-hmm. care of that. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so do you do you get many questions um from kids when it comes to like same sex
3: type questions or um. I have. Uh, I've had you know different conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, with kids separately. Uh, not so much in a group setting. Mostly because it is so. Um, well, You're not, still in, the not South. in a negative way. I, know. I am in the South, but usually um, I'm in more of a safe space. Mm-hmm. And so that foundation's already been set. And so we do have those conversations pretty openly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had various LGBTQ members come through, uh, all, all ages. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot, being yeah. in the South. I'm not really sure. right? Because <laughs> they're not, right. like, holding a flag that's like, hey, right. okay, here I am. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if I've reached... Uh, people in that community, mm-hmm. uh, in that capacity. But mm-hmm. any questions that I've had, you know, have been pretty generic questions. Like, oh, what if this is happening? And it's just, but it's not me. I was just curious. Right. Oh, like, okay, how asking for a friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have this friend who has a cousin, very far, <laughs> ru- I've never met that cousin, <laughs> um, that has this question. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. wired it to me and asked <laughs> Yeah. Um, So I do get, I do get that sometimes. And, Uh um, I think LGBTQ health is so important and not just for LGBTQ persons, but also the, their friends and the allies in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that is something that I do try and kind of normalize in any group that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I haven't, no, I haven't really had too many questions. There was, uh. I did see. I don't know if you're. There's a. There was a conference, and I saw there was a transgender birth control session. I've um, been how to have that conversation, and I've been um, in the process of reaching out to them and kind of talking about that because I think people in the South would really benefit from that information mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. that is a whole other conversation because in some you never know what someone else is going through and having to go to a different doctor mm-hmm. and being told, mm, no, you, you you don't need birth control or, you know, right. just different things like that. And I think LGBTQ persons run into that, not just transgender persons or gender nonconforming. Right. Uh, but even, you know, lesbians, bisexuals, and gay men um, would run into different issues mm-hmm. with that.
0: Because it does seem like there's, um, I don't know, I think a lot missing in the medical field, education-wise, for doctors that are already out there practicing. Yes. You know, where where so. they st- still don't really even know how to, I don't know if you would say handle or really even much information about it. Like, they, they don't know how to address a lot of those issues because for them it's just, it's been such a, you know, a topic uh-huh. that isn't
1: going to be covered. A case in point, I mean... Different, but not that different right is the doctor this week and I think he's in Dallas I know he's in Texas that basically it was in a journal like he was interviewed in a journal and he essentially said uh, female physicians don't earn as much as males because they don't work as hard because they have to go home and do other things like take care of families, and so they don't work as hard, and therefore that's why the pay gap exists. Right. <laughs> and I was like, that makes so much sense, though. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Sorry, that's sarcasm. Sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah, I promise. I right. promise that wasn't. And I was terrible. just like, oh my god. So if we're still fighting right. this, like then what's right. the they're hell? I gotta like be in the
0: kitchen and stuff. Yeah. What the hell?
3: I Wash mean, like, I burn Whoa. eggs. My god
1: he like, I mean, on on paper, he's he's not a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. So we're still fighting that. So yeah.
0: Well, like. it's it's a, it's just we're still fighting that for one. But then when you go to the doctor and you have those questions, like they don't even know, like they don't even know because I mean there are several that. Like I can say, there's probably several people that think, well, you're a lesbian, so you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Like you're never going to catch an STI or S T V, like <laughs> you only have sex with women, like yeah.
3: I'm right uh... nice to them.
1: Well, and <laughs> the flip side, right of that is, I don't even know how many years ago it's been now, um, but I had a conversation with my PCB whom I actually love. She's a super sweet Just so that's out there. Colombian woman. <laughs> she's so she's nowhere near old enough to be my mother, but she's very maternal. Like every time. Like, hello, my baby. Like every time a mm-hmm. hug's kisses. Like everyone should have a like
3: she's very I'm sweet. I'm pretty sure that's my girlfriend's PCP. Oh, she's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, very, very well, similar description.
1: Even so, we came to a point, like annual physical, and I said don't you go run like pregnancy pregnancy tests and like I don't need all that shit because hello that ain't happening I know it's part of like the standard panel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if someone who identifies as female comes in I know that's a standard panel I'm here to tell you let's not do that like yeah let's increase competency of care so it's not only not maybe not recognizing what the actual needs are but then it's on the flip side, given us stuff that we don't need—that right. if you were truly competent, you would understand that. Oh yeah, we, we can skip that. Mm-hmm. We can skip that.
3: Well, in a story I was telling Tracy earlier, uh, speaking. Hey, Jesus, of- I missed a lot. I know it is. is. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> yeah, <Woo>! Speaking, speaking, <laughs> speaking of uh, you half know a <laughs> half a day, half a day. Speaking of healthcare and like LGBTQ competency, um, as someone that has sex with women, it's you know like Tracy said, there there is this belief that. Oh, I don't have to worry about that. Right. Or doctors don't think that you have to worry about that. And there's not a lot of competency around this topic, which I f- feel like is very basic, like, in comparison to all of the other things that LGBTQ persons would have to deal with. Like, th- these are some basic, like, health things. Like, mm-hmm. how is an STI transmitted? Oh, is it bacterial Right. and viral and transmitted through body fluids including x y and z body fluids or is it skin to skin something that i can get from just naked body cuddling mm-hmm. right? let's just call it that <laughs> like it it sounded kind of very yeah, official yeah, when you said was, it. Yeah. thank you thank you
1: very official <laughs> naked body cuddling
3: um, i'm gonna find <laughs> hashtags for that this week yes, i don't know how i'm yes. gonna do it but i'm gonna do it. i love it yeah you're welcome you're welcome, yeah. welcome. i'm there. here i'm <laughs> here all night all right <laughs> um but, um, you know, you, you go into your physician and just like you, you were mentioning, I get a pregnancy test every damn time I go in and it's in my file, only has sex with women. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I'm having to pay for this test that I'm not using because I'm not having right. sex with men, but going back to STIs and getting tested and all this stuff, they're like, well, one of the first questions I asked, when was the last time you had sex with a man? Well, I've never had sex with a man. Well, your test came back, and it shows that you have X, Y, and Z. So, when was the last time I with the man? Still well, still never. Still haven't had yeah. it. And then a series of doctor visits later. Okay, so seriously, like, <laughs> what's going on? Just tell us when the Could last time you Could you tell us the truth had. this time? <laughs> when did when did okay, your penis this go into your vagina? That would be never. Never never, never has it happened ever. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so that's out there. Yeah. And um For the umpteenth time. Yeah. And just never ever hearing from your doctor like, okay, I believe you. Like your doctor always making you feel like you're like now I'm trying to picture like when what when did it happen? <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Oh God. God. It was oh man. Wait, what? Did it? I mean? was awake every time. <laughs> Right. So now you start second guessing yourself because here's a medical professional, someone in an authority position telling you that you're lying and you're just right. like, obviously you did. Like no, I, I swear I did. Like you're like now I'm being interrogated because of who I am having sex with or who I choose to spend my time with more. And makes you want to go right
1: back for preventative into care, the
3: doesn't
1: closet. it? Yeah. <laughs> <Preventative>. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Right back into the closet, <laughs> with a quick return trip for preventative care to your physician. <laughs> yes.
3: No. Uh, no. I. You know. I had no desire to go back. And every time you know you go in, I think a lot of people in the community feel that, um, mm-hmm. just embarrassed and not willing to share their sexual history, which puts the, puts them at even greater risk. Mm-hmm. And so it's how does someone who you know in the field that I'm in. Go in and have these conversations about safe sex and what that is, when you've been pretty much shamed for ha- for having those desires or acting on those desires. I'm using quote fingers just so that's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we are consistent on the <laughs> show. <laughs> yep, yep, so that's true. <laughs> it's, you, you're already shamed, and so why would you even in a you know in a setting where? I feel like most people feel comfortable with me, but Mm -hmm. why would you feel comfortable even coming to me like, hey, you, like, I give people free condoms all the time, dental dams, internal, external condoms, lube, I have all the, you know, conversations about how to use all these products, Mm -hmm. and why would I ever assume that someone, even though I've been open, is going to be comfortable coming to me with these questions, and so, mm-hmm. where are they getting this information? They're not. They're not going to Google how to use a condom. I guarantee you, they're going to be in the oh man, I don't know how to use this. Oop, there it uh, yeah. yeah,
0: and so or not even because of the lack of education with any of it. Not even knowing the things that they should be concerned about. You know, yeah. like what their risks are. Right. Like I, there was. Uh, I think I mentioned this with Doctor Marshall. There was a, a younger. Um, gay man that on Facebook that posted something about listen if your doctor isn't doing this for you as a gay man you need to ask like or go to someone that will because this is something that you need to be concerned about and, it, and you know, I don't remember exactly what it was but um, you can't know what you don't know you can't know what you don't know yeah. and it's like so even if you were to go in there um, to a doctor like a lot of these younger kids and a lot of these adults don't even know what they should be asking and then if they even did know what to ask are the doctors going to know how to answer it you
1: know or, or are or, they or will it? they answer right. it will they know? answer it would they know how to mm-hmm. are they going to shame you for even asking it oh how about i just don't ask it then
3: mm-hmm. and i think that's a lot of questions i go through a lot of, like it it it's a very quick conversation that you have with yourself but i think that's one of the most common ones like ooh, i have this like Burning question that I've had for so long, and I'm in this position where I can finally ask it. And then you run through all the scenarios of what what could possibly what the response <laughs> is going to be, right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think that definitely prevents a lot of people from speaking up because, like, having that health literacy, which is lacking in a lot of different communities, not just in the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. but I think that is one of the communities that is definitely lacking the most um, mm-hmm. because we're not. that's not a conversation that we've had until very recently um, like openly had these conversations and so I think it's just on the very front end of starting to be on Facebook and someone say hey if you're a gay man you need to worry about this Mm -hmm. that's not a conversation that you would have had five years ago ten years ago and so we are just on the cusp of transitioning into this open dialogue and increasing health literacy within this community Mm -hmm. Um, so,
0: because we are so far behind than so many other, you know, locations or areas, even in our own country, yeah, not to mention outside of our country on this subject.
1: Um, so, well, if east is very progressive because you have Lorraine, <laughs> yes. all the way out east, all, all the, way way out east. the way out east, super <laughs> <Very> progressive where <laughs> they have out?
0: the no gag rule, yeah, 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 yeah. but, um, and my mind's. Thanks, Sorry. Angie thanks Sorry. Well, and so if, 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 that? so not not everybody has access maybe to a Planned Parenthood office or something like that or um, are there resources that you would point youth or even parents of youth um, to go to so because we I know in the last one we talked about you know it's out. okay to um if your child comes to you with a question, it's okay to say, "You know what? That's that's a good question. I, I don't know the answer, and let's find yeah. out together." Um, because there's probably resources out there that may not be the best to use. Uh, there's there's probably um, what am I trying to say here? You know, with all the fake news and all, you just you, <laughs> a lot of times you never know. What's, what's, real on, what's, what's, what's real and what's not, and what's legit and what's not. And I don't know if there's resources that
3: you might use or that maybe you could point them towards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there, uh, there are several different websites that if you're, you know, if you're not near a clinic or if you're not near a health department, or you're not near somewhere that has um, resources readily available, there are some really great websites. Uh, amaze.org is a great website for kids. Um, it has a lot of videos, kind of talking about puberty, what to expect, you know, and and it breaks it down between gender and uh, sex assigned at birth and things like that, as well as uh, birth control, uh, what expectations, and it also talks about pregnancy and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really great website, uh, sex, etc. Um, so, sex, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember dot org. It probably is though. Um, but other uh, great website and you can always go to PlannedParenthood.org mm-hmm. um, they have really great guides uh, for both parents and youth so a lot of teen resources a lot of parent resources like how do I talk to my kid about this mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of parents they just want to know like mm-hmm. it's not that they don't want you know your your family val- your family values are something that you know you grow up in you grow mm-hmm. up in that home and regardless of you know being raised southern super conservative by all of these you know what we would consider super negative things and some of you know some of that you don't grow out of right you know i still have certain values that i'll probably you know always hold mm-hmm. just because that's you know how i was raised mm-hmm. and i think that's really common and so um it is having those conversations a lot of parents want to have those conversations it's so important to establish those family values while you're having those conversations Mm -hmm. and it's an ongoing conversation Mm -hmm. it's not just a one-time sit down let's talk about the birds and the bees it's always happening and there's always an opportunity regardless of whether you're in the car or you're watching a tv show or listening to a podcast there's always something that comes up and it's like hey what do you think about that Mm -hmm. or if your kid makes a comment like oh I never thought about it that way. Let's go find that out together. Mm-hmm. And so there are, you know, if you don't have access to a clinic or a, you know, some other place, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> then there are, there are mm-hmm. websites and I definitely recommend exploring those because there are mm-hmm. a lot of really good resources. And every time you go to one, they have all the links to all kinds of other resources. Amaze.org just has so many, it's so great for kids. It's such mm-hmm. a great amaze.org, yeah, a m a z e dot org, and huh. uh, just a whole lot of videos, um, and resources for parents and kids, and so I definitely recommend that one. I'll mm-hmm. we'll have to check that out. Even and what was the other one? Sex, etc. Yeah, sex, etc. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, it's a, another really great resource, and then uh, Advocates for Youth has a lot of advocate advocate. Uh, cannot speak. Sorry, <laughs> advocates. For youth, um, has a really great mm-hmm. uh, website and tons of great parent, teen, and college age, young adult resources. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing website. Think awesome. I, I think our, I think Doctor Marshall mm-hmm. mentioned that one. Yeah, it's on
0: really the last great. one as well, on the last sex talk <laughs> that we that we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cause it. I mean. I don't know. It's just so important and you know, I'm hope, you know, there's such a stigma around sex talk <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, man. you know, it's it's like, I don't know, in talking to to those two parents, it was like, man, I just have never, and I don't know why because I'm a parent myself and it was even hard to have that conversation. I was a health teacher, but it was still hard to like break that and, and talk to my own son about things. And of course, he never came to me or asked me. I would try to just so have that conversation it <laughs> in there. Yeah. And he always found a way to, like, you know, well, kick it out.
3: But I think that is a really good point that you just brought up in that, like, even coming out as LGBT, um, someone who has parents that are super supportive and liberal and all that stuff. But then their kid comes out and it's like, whoa. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to have these conversations. When they've been advocating, you know, like, oh, you should love your kids, love your kids. And then your kid comes out. I feel like it's a different, it's a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's something that people discount almost when they're, like, harping on other people. Like, you need to be accepting, but Mm -hmm. never thinking about what that would be like for yourself. And I think that can, you know, be the same. Like, I don't, like, if my, if I end up having kids, Like I don't know if I'm gonna be great at being like, hey, here's your penis. (laughs) This is this how you protect it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's you know I just I think that those are two. They're separate conversations, but also in the same. Mm -hmm. Um, They're difficult when it's your your own. When it's your own, yeah, so
1: close to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And the 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 conversation (laughs) with my brother. So, because I was oh, the really? oldest. Oh, yeah, wow. right. um God, I cannot imagine
0: uh, my brother it was
1: not <laughs> great, it was clearly a very long time ago, but I also I remember it, um, where he came to me, and at the time he i mean he was what's in the high age what was the age difference uh, I'm four years older than one brother, five years older than the other, and like seven and a half older than my sister, wow, um. We're just a very happy blended family. Uh, <laughs> my sister that I was talking to as I walked in is technically a um, but sister, but... That's not yeah. a reality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, one of my brothers came to me when, I'm gonna say, like, I bet I was 21. And so he was wow. 16, 17, was like, he was talking to me about this relationship that he was in, and we all knew that he was in the relationship, and then... Yeah, I I can remember I was I was sitting in my room, mm-hmm. and it was late one night, and he came in, and pretty soon it became very evident to me that I <laughs> was given the talk was going to be <laughs> giving the talk, and I was like, God, I feel totally unqualified for this. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Same, um, and aren't like, but our, I mean, honestly, our our sex education was different. Yeah, I mean, I it just was. About, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's I not had a foundation. like. I did have a foundation, and I was just like, okay, so, uh, yeah, we don't want a baby, but also there are other things, so let's talk about the other things and how to protect yourself and her from the other things, because if you love her and you do, then we also want to protect her, and so these are the things we need to do, and yeah, but also, what? Why am I doing that? Good big sister. But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I think there, you know, um, yeah. I, I was born to a teenage mother, so here we I, you are. know. Yeah, that's well, sort of a. Oh yeah. Um, also, let's not replicate certain aspects of that. And here, this is. Here are the things we need to do. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well
3: done. Yeah. Proud. proud of you. Good. Yeah. Thanks. Good, Good for
1: you. He, he yeah. had a child yeah. much later and on purpose. So <laughs> there you go. You did. You did it in a <laughs> well-established <laughs> marriage. And you um, did well. Yes. Proud. So proud. Cool. Yeah. If any of it, whatever. I, I just said a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I believe that, actually. Well, right? I know. Yeah. I said a lot of things. on the all the bases and also, this is what we should do. Yeah. And hopefully say all the things so it never happens again. Mm. Yeah. Well,
0: and I, I, again, I think that that's where these conversations are important. Because I think the more we talk about it, Oh, yeah. The more short stories that are shared, the more it becomes normal conversation. For sure. And it's a little bit easier to approach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, because if, if, we, if we don't talk about it, it doesn't go away. Right. What? I mean... it's
2: <laughs>
0: right? if we just, like, denied stuff? <laughs> if we just... <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> if we just, you know... If there's no such thing that's never mentioned, right? Right. 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 Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, um... But, no, and, it, and it, it... It was crazy to me that it just, it just... Until I had those two conversations, um... Especially the first one, that it just never hit me that, oh, wow. Like, that's something that... Is missing. Is missing. Definitely. Yep. And, you know, hopefully, in these conversations that we're having with all these wonderful people that we know and, and you know, connected with, we'll make that a little bit easier.
3: You know, I or mean, at least get resources yeah. to help.
0: So, but, what are we at? I don't even know. We could talk all day.
2: <laughs> what, I generally do, This what,
0: mm-hmm. what we do. Yeah. Yeah well is there is there anything else that that you guys want to add or
1: oh thanks for anything? making the trek from
0: from out east from out east you're welcome
3: yeah okay con- i'll consent next time too
0: <laughs> well done that drive bring it back around bring it back
3: bring around, around. Bring it back around. Yeah. man good, job. good work is key No is a sense. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: don't make your children hug people if they don't want to
3: and you don't yeah. have to hug people if you don't want to. Either. Yeah, and you don't have yeah. to. Either. That is yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: have become because I'm a hugger. Uh, so I have like I when, going, when, no. when I meet when I meet like, when I meet people, I always like announce that. I'm like, yeah. hey, so I'm a hugger.
3: It's if nice you don't want you do to, that. it's okay.
2: Boundaries <laughs> are important.
0: Right? At least give that.
3: You know, I give them
0: an option. I was like, you don't have to hug me. I'm a
3: hugger, though. Well, it's nice that you announce it. That way it's like Is that, out there. I mean, I don't you know? like, I don't go in like. Yeah, as long as you're not like full frontal. I don't like grab yeah. them
0: and say, hey, I'm a hugger.
1: Oh, yeah. that's Here's okay. It's at least like a point .5 second delay. Yeah, you got to like
3: <laughs> open your arms up and lean in and be like, hey. I'm a hugger.
1: Here are, you, are you into
3: this? Are you feeling what I'm feeling? <laughs> because I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm going to start putting my hand out
0: like this. I am a hugger, but I'll shake your hand if that's what you... Think. I'm a hugger, Well no. we can start to hear.
3: Is it okay to announce that you're a hugger? Yeah, absolutely. I think people appreciate that. <laughs> I, th-
0: I think they do. I yeah, do. For sure. I Sometimes I'm not feeling it. Yeah. yeah. So even more important, parents, if you're listening, even more important than having the birds and the bees quote-unquote talk, right. the sex talk with your kids, if nothing else... At least the consent and what a healthy relationship looks like. Yeah. Looks like you know.
3: With examples.
0: With examples. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Something to model. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ideally. Yeah. Brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's always cool to hang out with you. It's a pleasure. And thank you so much. I know that that drive from Memphis, I hate making it to Memphis. There's always construction. There's well, always going to be a
1: help Because we tried to do this several years while she lived here. Yeah, we did. We gave her plenty of opportunities. I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's like uh, that's how Lorraine exercised. We chased her. We chased her. Okay, that she exercised. Then she moves away, and and then she comes to us. There you go. I mean, that's (laughs) choice. Her choice and consent. We respect it. We appreciate it. We were glad to
0: have her join us. Yes, and thank you for doing what you're doing. In thank you now, the region of Tennessee and Mississippi and all those areas, and you know, it takes. A village and what happens there affects us here, mm-hmm. and it's all important. So, thank you for mm-hmm. doing that and safe travels back. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to Out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. Um, as always, thank you, Arkansas Times, for having us as a part of your library. We are in the top five mm-hmm. of the Arkansas mm-hmm. Times yeah. podcast library. Sure, we're, we're very proud of that. Top five. And uh, so, arktimes.com. If you get a chance, check the other podcasts out, of course, you know, listen to us, tell other people about us. The more ears that we uh, touch, the better, and hopefully we provide a little bit of hope, and then maybe even change a few minds along the way. So, yeah, it's been cool. Till next time. Cool.